Good afternoon and welcome to the morning skate here on 90.7 The Capstone. It's about four minutes past the hour, but we've got plenty to talk about here. It, you know, Sunday is the unofficial beginning of the week, I guess, for some people, but it's also the end of, of a one great thing, and that's the Winter Olympics in Sochi, at least as far as the hockey tournament is concerned. And uh, I guess for U.S. fans, we're a little, a little bitter. You know, it ends in disappointment with us missing out on a, a bronze medal, but, you know, we do have... I guess we do have a gold, you know, a gold medal game to talk about, and all kinds of stuff. And you know, of course, we can just talk the Olympics in general. So I want to welcome my very talented and capable staff on the other side of the glass: uh, Eric Evenson, Cole Thompson, and the always lovely Andrew Clare. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh, he's a little sheepish over there. He's shy, Andrew. Uh, I'm making you uncomfortable. Just a little stuff. Just so a little. making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I'm just just letting everyone know. You know, Andrew's an eligible bachelor or something. <laughs> yeah, let him know. <laughs> look at you, Seth, all dressed up today. Yeah, you're looking snazzy, man. Oh yeah, I got baseball. Uh, but you know, I'm dressing up for the show too. I mean, stuff. I did softball yesterday. How'd it go? How'd it go? It went well. It was a lot of fun. Uh, was that the one O game or? Uh, no, we did the uh, we did the 14 to five game, and then we couldn't do the the one O game because of uh, basketball coming up right after. But uh, the one O game ended on an error dropped by the Central Florida center fielder. Wow. Lovely. With the bases loaded, yeah. Hey, you know, I'll take it how I can get it. It's not not necessarily a Miracle Mets ending, but either way, let's get into the hockey. This is the Sunday morning skate, not, you know, Sunday morning everything but skate. I thought it was. Oh, well... (laughs) I'm going to mute you now. Um, But no, we got uh, plenty to talk about, as I've kind of already alluded to. The gold medal game happened this morning. I actually woke up to the notification. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not a true hockey fan. I had plenty to sleep for today, so didn't get a chance. But uh, did you guys watch the game? I I already know I talked to Eric about about it, but did you watch the game, Andrew? Uh, About halfway through the second period on, yeah. I woke up right for the start of the second period, and I finished watching it. Yeah, uh, but it really, um, I guess it ends inauspiciously, I guess. But uh, Canada, they're the big brother. They win their second goal in as many, or second gold in as many Olympic tournaments. Uh, Sweden, kind of a disappointing, just, you know, ending for them. Uh, just Carey Price shutting the door in their face, and they didn't get any. They didn't get, an, you know, they didn't manage a goal in the game. You know, three nothing. Uh, but Jonathan Taze, Sidney Crosby, and I think it was Chris Kunitz with the goals in the yeah, game. Chris Kunitz. Uh, and the Crosby and Kunitz ones were unassisted, so. So really, it seems like a couple bad bounces. I haven't gotten a chance to look at the highlights, but uh, you know, for you guys that watched the game, what would you think? Well, on on I know on the Crosby goal, there was a bad turnover by the Sweden defenseman, and Crosby had a breakaway which he scored on. But I think the main thing for me was Sweden just they had too many injuries with Henrik Zetterberg. Henrik Sedin was out before the tournament, and then Nicholas Backstrom, who was suspended for testing positive for taking some sort of allergy medicine or something like that. I don't think all the details have come out, but they just had too many people missing. Uh, yeah, actually, I was watching ESPN this morning, and according to Barry Melrose, it was because of an allergy medicine, which I thought was very bad. And going off of uh, what Evan said, you know, they would just had so many injuries to start off the game. And, you know, they came out starting off sluggish. They had two penalties in the in the first period itself. So, you know, that was that was rough. And they gave away an early goal at 12.55 to Jonathan Taze. You know, that just started right off. And then you really had to look at, you know, who was really playing more, who had the more penalty minutes, who was on, the, uh, who had the more power plays. And at the very end, you know, Canada was winning in every single category. They won on shots on goal. They won on penalties per minute. They won time with the power play. And uh, although none scored, Scored power play goals, 
I mean, you know, it wasn't easy. It was a, It seemed like it was more of an easy win for Canada. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm just surprised that uh, Sweden got shut out in this one. I, you know, I expected maybe a 3-2, 3-1 game, and uh, it's just uh, a test to a Mike Babcock coach team, you know, uh, give that situation. Babcock's not going to let you lose, and uh, when all it's for all the marbles, he uh, pulls away with uh, victorious. Yeah, and you've, you've kind of touched on it, Andrew. The, the big story of this game, as, as I'm seeing it, is the, is the shutout. And it's Carey Price and this Canada defense. You know, their last three games, I guess, all of their tournament games were shutouts, including the one against the U.S. Uh, so uh, I guess that's the thing that sticks out to me as far as, uh, as, far as just, you know, the, the story of the, to the Olympics is that Canada's defense became an unstoppable wall late, and they walk home with the gold. And, uh, you know, let's, let's just focus on, I got a couple talking points, really, before we get to the bronze medal game. And one is the tournament MVP. Uh, you know, if you were to pick a tournament MVP, who would it be? Um, and uh, I just want to point out that the actual tournament, you know, the powers that be, uh, they claimed uh, that, Tamu Solani was the MVP. You know, he had himself a solid tournament. And uh, we'll start with you, Andrew. Uh, if you were to pick an MVP, who would it be? Well, uh, first of all, Tamu Solani is always a great choice. You know, uh, he's going to be retiring after this year. Let him uh, ride away in the sunset. But um, I'd probably say Carey Price. You know, that's probably the easy one. I, I'm a big fan of goaltending. Uh, you know, solid goaltending gets you uh, gets you places. And uh, Carey Price, you know, he did not play in every game. Uh, they let uh, Luongo play in one uh, and had a shutout. But uh, I like Carey Price. And uh, I wonder if this brings momentum to Montreal going back to the NHL season. An excellent point, just because Carey Price, prior to the prior to the Olympic break, uh, his February he was four and zero in February with one goals against average. You know, this is this is just you know average for him. This is what he's been doing the past couple weeks. Uh, how about you, Cole? Uh, it's hard. I mean, I'm a huge goalie guy, too, so I'm not going to stick away from Carey Price, but I'm going to stay in uh, Canada, and I'm going to go with Shea Weber. I think that he really played well. Uh, I think the momentum actually started when he got the goal against Latvia uh, at the very uh, very end of the game. You know, uh, he's he's been a very great captain for the Nashville Predators, and, you know, even though the Predators are still struggling right now, he really had a great, uh, a very, a very good uh, with the hockey tournament, he ended up having five points. He's a very good defense. Uh, he was a very good defenseman. He was able to stick with the players who he needed to. He was able to shut down USA. So I- I'm gonna go with Shea Weber. Yeah, for for me, I think it was Carey Price just because he had a .59 goals against average, 97.17 save percentage, which is ridiculous. But another person who had a great tournament was Eric Carlson. He had four goals and four assists. He really carried that uh, Sweden team to the gold medal game, and he just had an outstanding tournament. And the crazy thing about Carlson, we kind of forget, he ruptured his Achilles a year ago, you know, and when that hit against uh, uh, Ryan Kerr, Matt Cook with the, uh, the Penguins, you kind of forget about that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a coming coming out party for him. But Carlson was already an established an established player. This is nothing new for him. But you know, it's all of those are very very good choices. Um, but if I had to pick one, it would be Price. I think Price is the story. Um, but moving on to I guess a much more depressing topic. Uh, we're going to talk the bronze medal game. Oh, yeah, because that happened Friday. Uh, and yeah, you can Saturday. already tell by the the air over you know just just the size and the just overall displeasure. Um, but we're going to talk the bronze medal game. Finland versus the U.S., and uh, I, I guess I don't need to tell you guys the story. Just, you know, well, what are your thoughts there? Uh, we'll start with you, Eric. Uh, 
Well, for me, I thought it was, there was just too many holes in the defense. Even though he gave up five goals, I don't think it was Jonathan Quick's fault at all because they just had they had open lanes to shoot all day, and they just the people were wide open back door in the high slot, and there was just a total breakdown in the defense. And I wonder if the loss of Paul Martin to injury hurt that because he he had a great tournament shutting down the other teams, and there was just too many holes in that USA defense. Best way to put it was by Team USA captain uh, Zach Paris. He said, I think it started yesterday in the post-interview after the game. We didn't show up to play a, t- a tough team in Canada, and we lost the game. And just today, we gave up that first goal, kind of deflated. They played down, had something to win for, and we just got shut down. It's kind of disappointing, but it's a little embarrassing. You know, it's very well put because they really did show up sluggish throughout the entire game. And the very last 20 minutes of it, they were playing very poor hockey. They weren't. It just seemed like that they weren't in. Their minds weren't set. It just seemed like they were depleted after playing against Canada. So my initial thought is, don't blame Jonathan Quick because of you know there were so many holes that you could go through. Uh, the, the defense wasn't there. The offense wasn't there. You know they had easy scoring opportunities and they just couldn't make it. But at the same time, you know you can't really take all the blame because of. You know, I still think Quick could have made a couple of easy saves. But, you know, overall, he had a pretty good tournament. And it's just it's hard to say, you know, you go home without any medals. Yeah, I mean, uh, this uh, U.S. team, was uh, its mindset, its goal was to win gold. And then when that uh, did not become possible, uh, you know, it didn't care if it won any medal, it seemed like. Um, and to me, this team, this David Pohl team, was built uh, It was built more of a team to win, uh, you know, a C- uh, an NHL regular season team. It's built to win uh, games over a season, not games within a couple weeks of uh, uh, a tournament, if you, you know what I mean there. Yeah, I, I guess um, one one of the things that sticks out to me is, I guess, the composure of, or at least the composition of this U.S. team. This is a team that was very much built with chemistry and just just intangible things. They snubbed a lot of very good players uh, with lots of good tangible tangible features about them. And uh, you know, we saw we saw the results early. They were they they were really clicking. This team was a very you know very chemistry driven team. And I guess uh, you know that T.J. Oshie moment in history it means a lot less now just because you know it was a qualifying game and Russia also is a disappointment. But we'll get to that. Later, um, but one one thing that uh, I do want to point out is that the first two goals were scored 11 seconds apart. That to me, I can just see right now. That's where every every single. All the momentum that Canada, th- or, or, I'm sorry, the U.S. thinks they have then is just out the door. You know, they just got scored on twice in 11 seconds, and they're just, you know, from there they're winded. They're just absolutely exasperated. Uh, you know, they're probably thinking, "Wow, how do I come back from that?" You know, it's just, you know, it's too quick a two-goal deficit. Not to mention that they also got the goals as soon as the second period started, coming in at 21-27 and 21-38. You know, starting off the second period, it was kind of the same way how it started off against Canada, you know, coming right off the bat, and they got the early goal in the second period, and it just looked sluggish since. Yeah, watching that game, after they scored that one goal, you're like, okay, that's that's one goal. This U.S. team has scored a lot of goals in this tournament. I think they can come back from this. And then they scored that second goal, and you kind of got the feeling that they were done after that. You, They just didn't seem to be want to be there after that. They just kind of, they're like, okay, you guys can have the bronze. We're just going to go home now. And you have to look at, you know, the penalties, too. You know, you have Patrick Kane, two-man for tripping. David Bax, two-man for tripping. T.J. Oshie, two-man for interference. Ryan Sutter, two-man for high-sticking. You know, they were way more more so a higher team with penalties over um, 
you know, the uh, fi the Finland team, yeah, 20, 12 minutes in penalties versus four minutes in penalties. Uh, two of the goals ended up coming on power plays for Finland. It was just too easy. It, just, it seemed like they were too depleted at the very end. Yeah, they're just, you know, in that third period, you know, once they came back out to nothing, they're just going through the motions, really, you know, and I think those, those two Patrick Kane missed penalty uh, shots really kind of killed the momentum also. Yeah, two two quick notes before we uh I, oh and let's actually talk Finland first because this is a you know this is a good win for Finland. Obviously, Tammy Solani, uh, Lloyd Korpakowski is another guy who I'm going to mention later. No, make no doubt about it. But you know this really this nothing should be taken away from Finland. Finland, uh, you know the goaltending was there, the offense was there, and not, a lot of people maybe were not expecting the offense. But you know Finland was a team I think that surprised and uh, you know I they did they're not really undeserving of this bronze medal. They earned it every bit of the way. But before we go to the other side of the break and uh, continue this Olympic talk, uh, a couple quick notes. Steve Eiserman has announced that he will step down as Team Canada GM following that gold medal game. You know, I guess if you, you quit while you're on top. Uh, but another quick thing I want to mention out is that the Olympics now with the closing ceremony. Russia has topped the Olympic medal count at 33. USA finishes second with 28. But again, we'll, we'll, get, we'll continue talking about this, break some of it down on the other side of the break. But you're listening to Morning Skate here on 90.7 The Capstone. One, 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 yeah. 